This is D23 Inside Disney. We are going to take you through some of the best Disney stories of the week, get you an inside look at the people behind the magic of Disney. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And I'm Jeffrey from D23. And we're the hosts that will take you inside Disney. It's the best day of the week, guys, because we're all together. Yay! <laughs> How are you guys? What's new? What is new? Yeah, tell us about your trip. So I, I ended my time in Florida with a few days up in Orlando, and I spent naturally a day and a half at Disney Springs, which was <laughs> so awesome. Everyone was very respectful of the health guidelines, which I thought was terrific. I did much unnecessary shopping at World of <laughs> good, Disney. Good. Proud uh, of you. I, Thank nice. you. Thank you. I was impressed. They, they A lot of shops opened right before I got there. The, there's the Marvel shop and there's a couple of Star Wars stores that I went into. And of course, Disney Style, which has all sorts of fun stuff. I maybe ate my face off, including uh, at, uh, it was so good, Boathouse. I'm more proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Boathouse. I went to Paddlefish for lunch one day and they happened uh, to have their lobster guacamole and ooh, it was so good. I've never had it, but I that want it now. sounds uh, amazing. Jeffrey, you're killing me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's going to get better. I went to Wine Bar George for oh my, my first God. time, which was great. I also went on the Aerophile balloon that they have there, which is the, the sort of one attraction at Disney Spring, other than Disney Springs being an attraction in and of itself, where you get into a, essentially a hot air balloon and you soar high above Disney Springs. And I've done it before and just it, it was what? wonderful. I got cool. to, you can see all the theme parks. You can see Magic Kingdom and Epcot and Animal Kingdom and Disney's Hollywood Studios. So that was just awesome. And of course, just a great view of Disney Springs. Got to tell you, they have stormtroopers out uh, at different times of the day in two sections, and they are mm-hmm. hilarious. It's all new banter that they've got, and they are so funny. I watched them for like 20 minutes. There was a whole back and forth. One stormtrooper was trying to fool the other into thinking they had a new cooling system in their armor. It was very funny. <laughs> I highly advise just st- sitting there and watching them. And last but not least, had the ultimate Disney treat I was so happy. I had my Dole Whip with a little oh. bit of rum. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was amazing. And Live your best life. I was living my best Disney Springs life. And we'll get to talk more about Disney Springs with our guest today, Matt Simon, who's the vice president of Disney Springs. So I'm going to pepper him with questions. Uh, and I guess we all can. <laughs> excited about that. What about you, Sherry? What have you been doing? Okay, so I watched the rest of the tape that my family just got digitized of our first ever Walt Disney World trip. It was in 1995. Part of that was our trip to what is now Disney's Hollywood Studios, what was then called Disney MGM Studios, Mm -hmm. and had this amazing parade called Aladdin's Royal Caravan. Yeah. My dad filmed the entire thing. Good job, dad. (laughs) Yes, I've got some historic footage on my computer now. It was insane. There was a huge genie float, and crazy dancers and acrobatics like wow 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 just the best yeah i'd love to see it too it's like great to be able to sort of go back i'm glad that your your father made that video because that's, that's fun to be <laughs> he able to knew. go back and look at he, he knew. knew that in 25 years his daughter would be talking about it on a podcast <laughs> that and bean beast yes bean beast forever <laughs> <laughs> 
our news and excitement is nothing compared to Candace's. Yeah. Guys, it's finally here. I'm just like waiting on pins and needles because starting Friday, June 19th, my episode of One Day at Disney is going to air. One Day at Disney shorts on Disney Plus. I can't Hooray! wait. Yay. Amazing. And thank you everyone and Jeffrey who made this happen because it's something I'll have forever and it's going to be so good. Oh, that's the best. I'm excited for your family to see it, even more than you, I've got to say. Me too. Enzo (laughs) actually makes a special appearance in it too, which is cool. And my husband. So it's really sweet. Yay, I hope you guys enjoy it. I am so excited. You guys can't see me right now, but both of my arms are in the air. I'm like so (laughs) so pumped to watch this. I can envision that. (laughs) So in other big Disney news, not as big as Candace's, but earlier this, this week. Was big. That was pretty big. It was pretty big. Earlier this week, we announced Hong Kong Disneyland is reopening. And in fact, right now it is reopened. Yay. So I cannot wait to see photos from that. So excited for our friends in Hong Kong. Yeah, lots of Disney magic moments coming to the internet soon for us over here. Mm. Got to tell you guys about a little bit of sports news. Major League Soccer is going to resume its season with all 26 teams at the MLS's back tournament happening at ESPN Wide World of Sports. This is going to start July 8th. Of course, no fans will be in attendance, but 39 group stage matches are going to count for the MLS regular season standings, which is cool. And the tournament winner is going to earn a spot in the 2021 Scotiabank CONCACAF Champions League, which usually is determined by their regular season points. So that's exciting for fans and players as well. And the clubs are going to start arriving in Orlando as early as next week. So I'm very excited about this. Thank you, MLS and ESPN Wide World of Sports. See, mainly all I heard you say is something that does sport is coming to Disney World. Really, that's all yes, I Yes, there's a lot of sports coming, and it's making me very happy. <laughs> Jeffrey, you've got to take the next sports story. I want to hear your take on it. Hey, I, did, it. I, I think I told you I watched Lance, the documentary. That's true. That's, did. You know, once in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> next week, you'll, t- you'll take the sports. I'll take okay. the super important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is super important. <laughs> JK. Well, I have got great news for all you Frozen fans out there. Walt Disney Animation Studios' VR short, Myth, A Frozen Tale, is now on Oculus Quest. Well, what the heck does that even mean? (laughs) Well, that means you can experience the world of Frozen 2 like never before from the comfort of your home. And a few months back, Candace Jeffrey and I actually got to experience Myth in VR thanks to our friends over at Animation. And like... How cool was that? I truly felt like I stepped into the future as soon as I put that headset on. I know. It's an experience when you're in the glasses and when you're just watching someone else do it. (laughs) Totally, (laughs) yes. That's its own form of entertainment. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yes. In other good animated news, Marvel and comic book retailers are going to be providing free X-Men and Spider-Man Venom comics to comic shops in July as part of Free Comic Day. So on July 15th, there's going to be a new X-Men story. And on July 22nd is the Spider-Man Venom comic. So be on the lookout for those two things coming soon from the world of Marvel. All right. We have some TV news to talk about from ABC and Nat Geo Wild. You may have heard us mention this on Radio Disney Country this week, but 
the Country Music Association and ABC are hosting a special called CMA Best of Fest, which is basically going to feature a look back at more than 25 unforgettable performances from the past 16 years of CMA Fest in Nashville, which every summer I keep hoping to go to this and I just don't make it there. But we're all going to be able to see three hours of this concert experience Thursday, July 9th. It's going to be hosted by Luke Bryan. It's also going to feature a new performance with Luke Bryan and special guest Darius Rucker. But there's a long list of country artists you'll see like Jason Aldean, Garth Brooks, Kenny Chesney, Brad Paisley. I mean, this is a long list. Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban, so many more. But we're very excited about that. And some news about The Bachelor, they have announced that Matt James will lead the 25th season of The Bachelor. He was set to be a part of Claire's upcoming season of The Bachelorette, but he has now been chosen as The Bachelor. They announced this on GMA this week, and he's also going to be the first Black Bachelor, which is super important, and I know the president of ABC Entertainment has kind of been following Matt for a few months And very excited to start the journey of love with Matt James here very soon on ABC. Mm, That's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And National Geographic, we got to talk about this. And Nat Geo Wild's Shark Fest 2020 is going to kick off. (laughs) Is that like Lobster Fest? We can have all the shark we can eat. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, that would be interesting, but it's kicking <laughs> off Sunday, July 12th with its biggest lineup ever. So we're talking five full weeks of action-packed shark programming with 17 original premieres on Nat Geo for three weeks. Then you're going to get two weeks of content on Nat Geo Wild starting Sunday, August 2nd. So these shows are crazy too, like Raging Bull Shark, World's Biggest Tiger Shark. And- I'm sorry, but Sharkano. 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 I mean, paging Ian's earring for a cameo. Yeah, there you go. So all the sharks all the time. Looking forward to it. Well, one other big bit of TV news just announced. Jimmy Kimmel will be returning for a third time to host the 72nd Emmy Awards on September 20th on ABC. Not a lot of details yet about how that's going to go down. My favorite part of the press release is Jimmy Kimmel's statement in it, which was... I don't know where we will do this or how we will do this or even why we are doing this, (laughs) but we are doing it and I am hosting it. So I mean, kind of words to live by, Jimmy, words to live by. Wow. (laughs) Well, in other big news, Walt Disney Studios' heartwarming adventure, The One and Only Aizen, is set to premiere exclusively on Disney Plus on August 21st of this year. Nice. So this is an adaptation of the best-selling, award-winning book all about Ivan, who is a 400-pound silverback gorilla who lives in, you guessed it, a shopping mall, along with some <laughs> other wild friends. <laughs> what? Yeah, so I actually got to go to an early screening of this a few months ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it's awesome. And consider this your warning to have have some tissues nearby. Really? (laughs) Yeah, it's really great. So a sweet baby elephant joins the gang and it touches something so deep within Ivan and it causes him to question the meaning of his life. Where does he come from? Where does he Mm. ultimately want to go? And I... I've got to admit, I've never had a thought nearly that deep at a shopping mall, especially. (laughs) (laughs) This is really quite the film. And it has a really great cast, too, including the voices of Sam Rockwell, Angelina Jolie, Danny DeVito, Brian Cranston's in it, Helen Mirren, Chaka Khan. The list goes on and on. Yeah. 
So the one and only Ivan, it's coming in August, but you're probably wondering what's coming this weekend. Sure. I was just going to ask you what's coming this (laughs) weekend. Here are five fantastic things for you. We're courtesy of our friends at D23. Visit D23.com for more information. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. No surprise here that I'm taking this one. Coco. (laughs) Yes. It'll be airing on Freeform on Saturday and Sunday, June 20th and 21st at 8.20 and then at 6.10, both in the evening. Catch it both times. You know I love this. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we we do. (laughs) Yes. Of course. And Jeffrey, you should probably let your niece know that Disney Fan Jam is back on Disney Channel. Oh, Dylan will be very excited to hear this. So excited. She can see Trevor Torgman. Of course, he's one of the hosts of the show. This is a dance competition and families compete for the $10,000 prize. So I'm in for this June 21st on Disney Channel. Also on June 21st, Marvel's Spider-Man Maximum Venom has a a new episode, which I can't think of a better way to celebrate Father Day than with Maximum Venom on Disney XD. Yeah, I can actually think of another good way. It might not be better, (laughs) but maybe. (laughs) John Legend and family, Uh, a bigger love of Father's Day. This special is happening on Father's Day, June 21st again on ABC. John has two kids, and he's basically going to celebrate dads with a one-hour variety special. So you'll see Stevie Wonder, Anthony Anderson, Shaq, Scottie Pippen, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Neo, and a bunch of dads on there. And dudes celebrating other dads. Hmm. Well, also on Sunday, June 21st, we've got a new episode of Gordon Ramsay Uncharted on National Geographic. And in this episode, Chef Ramsay is journeying to Louisiana to learn the secrets of Cajun cooking. Mm, that sounds delicious. <laughs> Crawfish. Yes. Well, today we're excited to have with us a man who's been very busy for the past few weeks as he's overseen the reopening of Walt Disney World Resort's shopping, dining, and entertainment district, which I had the chance to visit when I was in Orlando last week. Please welcome to the show Vice President of Disney Springs, Matt Simon. Hi, pleased to be with you all. Thank Thank you you. for being here. Of course. (laughs) So, Matt, you've been at Disney for a couple of years now. Tell us about your time here at Disney. It's been an amazing two years. Um, This really is my dream job, having the opportunity to work at the premier shopping, dining, and entertainment destination in the world. There's nothing like it. I have the opportunity to work with an incredibly talented cast and be surrounded by a diverse group of guests from around the world with world-class restaurants and retailers. It's just unparalleled, and, and I never imagined it could be this great. So what was your reaction when you heard Disney Springs would be the first part of the resort to open? Because we were all very excited. You know, I can I can honestly say that I was thrilled. And, and more than anything, I felt a huge responsibility as the first park to open. We have an incredibly nimble team who's worked incredibly hard to get us to this point. And I believe that that team of cast members and our incredible operating participants and incredibly supportive leadership really has delivered on that experience. And I'm really proud of the successful reopening that we've had. The new guidelines are very clear on DisneySprings.com, but for fans preparing to come for a visit to the Springs, what would your advice be? My advice would be just that. Always check our website, DisneySprings.com, for the latest information on visiting. The team did a great job of providing know-before-you-go information, and it's all in one place online. It's made it so convenient for our guests to know what they need 
before they come to visit to make their visit here as enjoyable as possible. I visited that site pretty much every day leading up to my visit um, last week, which was amazing. And I now know firsthand about some of the new health and safety measures. I got to experience them and I thought they were very well done. Can you talk about some of them? Well, thank you for that. And thank you for your visit. But absolutely, first and foremost, we're following guidance from the medical community and government on these measures. But let me expand on a few of the things our guests will experience at Disney Springs, starting with our temperature screening locations. All of our guests are required to undergo temperature screenings when they arrive at Disney Springs. These are set up in the orange and lime garages, and our guests have been very positive about the experience there. In that same area and throughout our property, guests will also see new ground markings that help to identify six-foot physical distancing between parties and people, and additional signage that offers health and safety reminders, like hand-washing or sanitizing their hands. The additional hand sanitizer and hand-washing stations are located throughout the property. But the real key here is one group. That's the heart and soul of what's made this such a success. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention our team of cast members. We have creating magic throughout Disney Springs. We're all a part of explaining our new procedures and answering questions that guests may have. We're also here to encourage everyone to follow these measures for the health and safety of all of us. Now, not all the stores and restaurants opened at once, right? Can you talk about how that went and how things are going to continue to roll out? Certainly. With the health and safety of our guests and cast, At the forefront of all of our planning, we successfully opened on May 20th with a limited number of shopping and dining experience, and we've continued adding locations since then, and we always have something new for our guests. The World of Disney opening in week two was a huge hit, and we've even had some visitors from a galaxy far, far away on some of our balconies. The first order stormtroopers are always on the lookout for members of the resistance, You know, the guests that have visited are thrilled to be here and return to the magic of Disney Springs. I'm always inspired by the power and connection our brand carries. And I think we just continue to see that as more and more locations open their doors and our guests return. I really loved the Stormtroopers. I sat and watched them for like 15 minutes because they were (laughs) so hilarious. (laughs) The banter between them is just fantastic. You've sat and just watched them all. It would probably take me like an hours, but it was so good. The greatest part is that they're, they're near my office and I get to enjoy them every day. And it's amazing to watch the guests just marvel at them. <laughs> they do. They do. All right. So before I got there, just seeing the image of the aerophile hot air balloon flying again got me choked up. So, of course, it was the first thing I did last week. Do you have a personal story from reopening that really struck you? Yeah, I think there's this moment that happens at the property right when we open, where our retailers open their doors to the public. And you can think of it like a rope drop. But during our closure, although we were apart, I missed that community feel of that moment more than I thought I would. And now today, where their doors are open and they're welcoming back our guests, I feel our community is stronger than ever, and Disney Springs, as a part of our community, is so much more important than ever. It's a huge responsibility, but for many of our guests, Disney Springs may be the first time they go out shopping or have an opportunity to dine out with family at a restaurant, 
And I can't reiterate how greatly we are focused on this responsibility to the community and we don't take it lightly. And we're ready to welcome, you know, like we did you last week, back to Disney Springs and can't wait for you to enjoy it. And I, I can tell you from having now eaten at many restaurants there that some of my friends who I, who I dined with, it was their first time dining out since all of this began. So it was a, a, certainly a great way for them to all come back to, uh, to Disney. Well, I've got to say, I'm surprised we're this far into the interview without talking about, without deep diving into food. <laughs> so what was the first restaurant that you went to when Disney Springs reopened? I, I'm thrilled that we're talking about food. So for me, <laughs> I'm trying to think because like my list is long of where I wanted to go. But my first dining experience was with my wife and we went to Boathouse and we ordered the coriander seared tuna as we tend to do every time we go. And it was that one thing that I miss was, you know, freshly prepared fish and nobody does that better than Boathouse. But having that opportunity to sit on the dock, it was in a moment that was so important to me. It reassured me that we were ready to welcome the world back to the property. And it was a really proud moment that we were able to enjoy this with our community in, a, in an environment. But for the first time in many weeks, we felt normal. And I think that's what so many of us are looking for right now. Yep, and that was the first place I went to eat. So there you go, one of my favorites. <laughs> what about the first store that you went to with the reopening? Because I'd probably go to whichever one was closest to where I parked my car at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, Orlando can get warm during the summer, and I had a shopping list when we opened, but my first stop truly was at Uniqlo, because I'm addicted oh, to, yes, like, airism. <laughs> <laughs> I see the shakes. I'm like, yep, that's the spot. Like, they have airism, like, shirts and everything, and you're just like, it makes the summer heat enjoyable. I'll use that word enjoyable. <laughs> you want to be as cool as possible and, and they make it happen. So yeah, I, I did make quite a purchase at Uniqlo. Nice. Big, big fan. I'm all decked out in Uniqlo right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because it is like so ginormous, I did spend a significant amount of time walking around that store and well air conditioned. It is uh, like you just continue to be like, I don't have this yet. Or I don't have this yet in this color. And then you just, it's, it's such a discovery store. It's, it's amazing. Their Disney stuff is amazing. So we've announced that the Walt Disney World Resort theme parks will begin their phased opening on July 11th. What is the first attraction you are going to ride when you go back to the parks? I love the People Mover. Oh, yes! yes. <laughs> the People Mover. It always makes me so happy to see people who love it. But like watching the being on the people mover, there's something magical about, you know, riding through Tomorrowland, knowing that you're looking into the future and that future are the memories of the guests being created and shared. And I always go back to like, it's a perfect reminder that there's always a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Like I have that in my mind every day. And I, I just think that's so true now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I love it. And yep. you quoted a Richard Sherman song, even better. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. 
But let's bring it back to food. (laughs) (laughs) Sherry, always. What is the first Disney park snack that you're going to enjoy at the parks? Very good question. Disney Springs is great because many of the snacks are available on property and I try not to indulge every day. But my first park snack will be a Mickey bar at Magic Kingdom and some of the ice cream will drip on my clothes, right? And it'll feel like I remember it did and it'll feel special. So I'm waiting on that for the first time back at the park with my wife. Mm. Oh, and then you can replace that ice cream stained shirt with a new Uniqlo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else is coming up for Disney Springs that you can talk about? I love that you asked this question because the hardest part of my role is keeping a secret. And I always <laughs> want to share big news with the world. So late breaking, I can share that we announced that award winning Orlando Bakery Gideon's Bakehouse, pause for applause, will be opening a new location (laughs) at Disney Springs. So I love it. Some fans, I hear fans in the background. So like if you haven't had one, each cookie's like half a pound and the cakes come double frosted, which I didn't know was a thing, but it should be all, (laughs) like all cakes should be made double frosted. And it's just another opportunity to have something so unique at Disney Springs. You know, we continue to be this premier shopping, dining, and entertainment destination in the world. And we're proud of the mix that we have here. And we're looking forward to reopening of the parks and theme parks so we can continue to welcome more and more guests back to Walt Disney World. Mm. Can't wait. Can't wait. Cannot wait. (laughs) All right. So taking it back, we always end every interview with this question. What is your favorite Disney memory? You know, when I was offered the role here with the company, it had been over 30 years since I had been to Walt Disney World. And knowing that I was going to come in as an executive and have that moment of wonder that our guests have, you know, I I looked around and I I took everything in and I knew I was going to be a part of creating these memories and I was creating them for myself and I'll never forget that. And I love seeing that moment um, with our guests when I go to the parks and, and at Disney Springs because for me, it's such a fresh memory and it's such a, such a moment that I don't want to lose and I don't want to let go. Well, Matt, thank you so much for taking the time. I was so excited to be at Disney Springs last week and I know we're all excited to get back the next time we're in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Well. I hope to see you back soon, and I cannot wait to have the entire community back with us very, very soon. Guys, it was so great to talk to Matt, and I got to tell you, I cannot wait for all of us to get back to Disney Springs. Uh, uh, me too. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you guys again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all-new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.